you listening to Man, what they talking about they talking I got about? my hand up on that knob Trying to figure trying out to figure It out. doesn't matter who's the guest or what's the subject what? Cause they keep it 100 and them callers love it The real show got you tuned in, rave action Like uh. a bad chick texting what's uh. happening They ain't hitting you 5 o'clock news Our host keep it blunt sharing their point of view They going in, man, cause they ain't got no filter Cause they keep it 100, that's why we messing with you Got you up to date with the latest With music and what's trending, that's basics On primetime hours, you can never go wrong And your night with music and what's going on And your neck of the woods like, hey on today's light, feeling entertained with the radio show. Tuesday, Thursday, take another, let them know. Let them tell the phone rings. Yeah, I'm on this thing. What's up, people? This is M16, one of the six hosts of the radio show. Thanks for checking out our, I guess you would call it our best of podcast, where we're going through some key, you know, funny moments, some emotional moments, and just, you know, great rants over the last year and a half. And speaking of a great rant, here's ATL Diva going on a great rant like only she can. Check it out. I had to go back to pre-COVID before we got, you know, on the lockdown. So... This rant is for men, not all men, but a specific type of men who always has to question a woman's height. So it's okay. We know we're, oh, this is just my experience and other tall women experience out there. We had a meeting amongst the Amazon and we're consistent. Amen. I know we are considered exotic, cool, but what becomes fucking weird is when you literally ask me, how did you get so tall? I'm going to tell you right now. I don't fucking know. Maybe it's genetics. <laughs> and then don't stand next to me shoulder to fucking shoulder. Now trying to compare your height against mine to prove that you're a little bit taller than me. To second guess that I told you I'm 5'11". Please. You're killing me. It's so annoying and it's very awkward because half the time I like actually don't fucking know you personally. And now you're in my personal it just makes you look ridiculous. Also, why would I lie about my age? You say, hey, I'm 5'11". Are you sure? What the fuck do you mean, are you sure? Who lies about that? Like, who is a grown woman goes around and makes up her height? I'm just saying. And please, if you have a hidden agenda, don't share it with me. I have literally <laughs> had men say, hey, um... I know I'm short, but I purposely want to procreate with a tall woman because I want my future sons to have a shot and not be short. That's creepy. Please don't say that to us. We really don't care, and it makes us want to back away from you very, very quickly. Also, if you're interested, but don't ask. Just think it. But don't ask me. So how do... How do the men you've dated in the past react to you being tall? I mean, do you date, like, shorter guys or tall guys? I bet I bet short guys like you, don't they? Are they obsessed with you? Please keep your fetish to yourself. It's very weird. 
Just admire my goddess-like image and just walk away. You're welcome. That is my rant. I hope this helps you navigate talking to very attractive tall women. Don't be creepy. Just say hi. Bye. Wow. Yes. Can I ask you a question? Did you play basketball? Yes. Oh, my God. No, I didn't. <laughs> you are now listening to the radio show. All right, so trust me, that is not the last rant you're going to hear from ATL Diva on this Best Of podcast. So our next clip has my brother, EZ, explaining why Joe Biden had no other alternative but to choose Kamala Harris in his own way on why Joe Biden can only choose Kamala Harris as his running mate. To me, I just look at it like this. If you look at the list of people that uh, the list of women that he put on the list, specifically black Mm -hmm. women, you can go down Mm -hmm. the list and name a reason why you wouldn't pick any of them. So just for fun, real quick, Stacey Abrams, great woman, very smart, very, very intelligent. She can't even, she hasn't even won a big elected office. So, bam, she's out. Uh, <laughs> Keisha Lance Bottoms. She's, she's been the mayor of Atlanta. I, I would assume she's got very favorable reviews. I don't hear a lot of slander from her in the city besides her mac and cheese. Um, and while <laughs> this city is bigger than a lot of states, what other federal or state office have you held? And got to go. Karen Bass. <laughs> Uh, she's a representative in the Congressional Black Caucus. Uh, she's the leader of it. And she's made it known, hey, I don't want to be president one day. Hey, the president, that's the candidate, he's 78. You don't want to be president. and Got to go. And if you look at all the other women, Susan Rice hasn't won elected office. All the Republicans are going to do is scream Benghazi, Benghazi, Hillary Clinton, emails, Benghazi. <laughs> Da, 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 da. Do you really want any more drama when you already got everything set up in your favor? Nope. So, Harris was the safe pick, quote unquote. You are now listening to the radio show. All right, next up is our resident snack expert, Mr. Snack Plug himself, Cujo. In this hilarious clip, he's talking about carrot cake Oreos. And of course, it leads to other conversation. All right, folks, I got another good one for you. Uh, If you got a sweet tooth, if you're a fan of uh, Nabisco Oreos, you are familiar with all the different crazy flavors and and styles and stuff that they've been kind of flipping and doing over the past couple years, actually. Um, So this plug is for you to go out and grab. I'm giving this to you now, so never say I didn't do you any favors. Carrot cake Oreos. And I know there's a lot I of people. I just stick to the, yeah. I just stick to the regulars. I don't like venturing out in all these crazy flavors. You're boring. You probably do missionary sex. What I'm trying to tell you is that these <laughs> carrot cake Oreos. I'm telling you, carrot cake Oreos. It's basically a graham cracker cookie with some spice, with cream cheese filling. That's all you get. I mean, it's it's obviously an Oreo cookie, so it's not a graham cracker, but it's graham flavored. It's got spices that you would find in the carrot cake, um, and it's just cream cheese filling. So I can't put it any more simpler than that. Um, It's definitely an authentic kind of carrot cake taste. If you are a fan of carrot cake, if you're not a fan of carrot cake, it just tastes like a 
cinnamon cookie with cream cheese. So go out and try it. Um, and that's my plug. You are now listening to the radio show. All right. So this show can be all over the place. And by all over the place, I mean, we could start in one place and end up in another. Check out this conversation where I don't know what we were talking about, but somehow we end up talking about grocery store fried chicken. Yeah, what M16 was trying to say is that the uh, we're, we're here with not so much of, of a full house. Uh, Tiki Blue is uh, called out sick. Um, and I think this is her final, it's her final occurrence in it before, before she gets written up or something like that. Yeah, we're sorry. We, 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 we don't have an HR department, so we, we, can, we can do that kind of stuff. We we just got we got ourselves here. Is that we don't we got we're governing we ourselves accordingly. I'm gonna I'm gonna miss Tiki a lot. You know I thought she brought a lot to the yeah. table. Um, I can't wait till we get that so long cake from Publix. Aw, who's gonna miss her? Oh, she doesn't we are gonna throw her. She probably doesn't. Aw, <laughs> only we throw going away parties for people when we're there. Slightly. But anyway, um, so you talk about Publix, that one little sad, that sheet cake that they give, like, at every going away or birthday, like, here, happy birthday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How you conveniently are, are busy on a call, important when everybody's signaling to go to the break room. You're like, one minute on a phone call. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, I really want to celebrate why, first why, birthday. Why is Publix the go-to? Like, there's no other cakes out there. Well, Publix is like everywhere you are. I mean, look, look at the proximity of you. I got one within five minutes of my house. Not even five minutes. And I'm sure you have one closer to you than any other store right now. Yes, that is that is very true. And this is why it's the default. You know, who wants to, you know, who wants What's to go far for, for a hastily bought cake for, for Dave in accounting because it's his birthday? Nobody. So, Dave, you <laughs> And then it's got to be good if it came from Publix. Like, no one's going to be like, oh, yeah, Publix is a good upscale medium of a grocery store. Yeah, it's not total trash, yeah, but if they really look like you, you know, get a Costco. Yeah, Publix be having them basic cakes, but they taste so good. They do, don't this, this show is pure insanity, man. One little thing, and we just off on a tangent. But that's why like grocery store fried happened? chicken, so underrated, so slip on. Grocery store Who's fried chicken? If you haven't tried fried. it, go for it. It's no, like public fried good. chicken is public fried chicken is excellent. That's about where I stop at. I'm not just about to be it sampling. Really yeah, that's that's about where the buck stops. There's no Kroger. There's no none of that. It's just it's public. Yeah, you fried chicken. Kroger's fried chicken is good too. I, that's why I said grocery store. All right. I'm not gonna lie. Back in the day, I did used to eat a lot of um, a lot of Walmart rotisserie chickens. They like rotisserie two, chicken is two dollars and fifty cents. You get an entire chicken. Walmart has these ranch ranch wings that are so good. Like, uh, I don't know about I don't know about so good. They probably feel the the need for you at the time, but I don't know if they've ever been. Okay, have you have you tried them? I mean, I don't know that I was ever Okay, interested. the answer the answer's probably no, so don't tell me what something tastes like if you haven't tried it. I've spoken. This, this, is, this, has gotta be the, this has got to be the most ghetto show I've ever heard on the Food Network. 
the most got ghetto easy. opening got, is like, what? Because we don't have guy somewhere. We ghetto because we don't have guy anywhere. He's not endorsing us. Easy, easy, just giving you tips on the grocery stores in which you need to sample the fare. That's all. Um, I just want wow. people to. I just, I just want everybody to know this was completely unscripted. Like this, this is this was not <laughs> planned in any way. So this is not comedy <laughs> for the show. This was not anywhere on the, the the discussion block for us to start talking about. We only, we only Wait, have the I, I guess I don't know. I, I don't show up to those meetings. Uh, I didn't even know we we actually planned our discussion. Oh, my bad. I wasn't supposed to say that on the radio. No, you you don't read. You just show up. You're like, where am I at? Where are I? I'm going to just put myself in timeout. That's right. You sit over there and you eat your mediocre under a light grocery store wings, okay? You are now listening to the radio show. All right. So in this clip, we get a little bit serious. Um, we're discussing the Ahmed Aubrey situation. This is when it was real hot in the news, and you know everybody was talking about just how bad the race relations were getting in this country. And this is the cast breaking down that situation, and you know pretty much getting out our thoughts and opinions on it. We're gonna start off the show uh, this week. Um, you know, usually this is a lighthearted show. Mostly, sometimes we get into things, but um, we had to talk about this issue uh, with the unfortunate uh, incident that even though it happened two months ago with Ahmed Aubrey and his shooting uh, due to basically being chased down by two white guys in the neighborhood who took the law into their own hands and they killed this young man who didn't even get to live to see his 26th birthday. He was only 25 years old. And it's just unfortunate that in this day and age people feel like some people feel like this is okay or that it was justified. But for us, as far as this being a, a black show and the black community, it's not okay. Um, there's no law against somebody jogging in a neighborhood, and you don't have to obey the commands of somebody just because they feel like they have the right to tell you what you need to be doing. And it's unfortunate, and this stuff keeps happening, and I don't know. So we want to, you know, get the cast feeling on this, talk to my man, the jerk, jerk, this keeps happening. Young black women, black men, older, young, the theme here is black. What, 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 where, where are we going wrong with all this? Ooh, it's a loaded question. Uh, well, it's, it's kind of hard to tell from which angle, what went wrong with the worst, but you know, the way that the world is kind of going through this whole nationalism, us versus them kind of thing, you know, it, it, it already separates us and divides us. And for some weird reason, there are a certain group of us who just feel like we have power and authority over others when it's clearly not justified. But just from the standpoint of the act itself, I mean, it's about as cut and dry as anything else. I mean, you got two rednecks in a pickup truck with shotguns chasing down a black dude down the street as far as the act itself goes. As far as how things happened with the arrest, I mean, gentleman was shot on February 23rd. person wasn't arrested until May 7th. When the officers on the scene saw the video, they wanted to arrest him that day. It was the district attorney that stopped them from making the arrest. 
So in a way, for a second there, it was working right, but then the powers that be stepped in and were like, you know, let's let this play out in what? The people's court? I mean, come on. And now we have, hopefully we're looking at the opening, beginning, the end of it, with them assigning Joyette Holmes as the prosecutor of Republican, African-American, or black, or however you want to say it, a female attorney, former judge. And the optics of that have multiple views. You know, I mean, black guy gets shot by two white guys, let's get a black lawyer to represent the state. And there are so many ways that this could go right. There are so many ways that this could go wrong. And no matter how you tug at it, it's going to impact a lot of people's lives. You're going to have a lot of people who are going to be impacted directly, such as the young man who's no longer here, his family, friends, and the uh, the people who shot him and killed him. And you got people who are going to be adversely affected because it's the OJ trial all over again, in a sense. There's so many different venues or areas to look at this from that could go right and could go wrong, did go wrong, that finding one single thing to point at to say, hey, this is what we need to fix. Uh, no idea what to say. I hope it goes, I hope whatever happens, happens quickly because it's going to be a mess no matter how you do it, no matter how you look at it. I mean, this. And that's all I can say about that because there's, there's a lot more I can say about it, but I'm just going to hang that up. You put it out there plenty. Um, Tiki, um, I'd like to know how you feel about this, um, you know, from a from a black woman's point of view where, you know, like I said, you got a young brother just taken out uh, for no good reason other than just being black. And um, how do you feel? Put it like this. Um I have a nephew that stays with me sometimes, and he's here right now. He's 16. He'll be 17 next week. And this morning uh, he was contemplating going out and taking a jog. And for a split second I was like, all right, be careful. And then I was kind of like, no, don't go. You know, like don't leave the house. Don't leave the neighborhood. You know, I'm worried about you. I'll go with you, you know, because these are our babies. These are our babies that we're that we're losing just because of the color of their skin. Not that they're doing anything wrong, but just because of who they are. No, you know who's to say that somebody's not going to shoot my nephew while he's out taking a job? He's in an unfamiliar neighborhood. You know, he's seventeen. You know who's to say that they're not going to say he looks suspicious because he need a haircut? He's been on quarantine for two months. He look a little funny. You know. I, I'm I'm worried. I'm worried about our babies. These are our husbands. These are our brothers. These are our fathers. These are our sons. These are our nephews. These are our cousins. These are our loved ones. These are our friends. And we're losing them. It's scary. Yeah, and for and for nothing. And um, Easy. Um, I don't know if you wanted to chime in on this. I mean, you're. <laughs> I mean. You're in that age, you're in his age bracket, man. You're just starting your life, and can you just imagine? You're just getting started, and something like this goes on. I mean, where where? How do you 
like, how do you, you know, when you see somebody that's in your age group, like, how do you rationalize that? You know, for me, I just feel bad for the guy because, you know, 25 is so young, man, and he probably had a lot of goals and things he wanted to accomplish. And the crazy part is when he walked out of his house to go jogging, he never would have thought that would have been, you know, the last few moments of his life. Um, And I think for us as a whole community, um, you know, when we talk about – racial inequality um, and things of that nature. Like there's a lot of stuff that we as black people fear that other races just don't. Um, You know, for example, when you hear the police siren go off while you're driving and you see them zoom past, like most people, they're kind of just like, oh, it's whatever. Let me get out the cop's way. And for us, you know, I don't know about y'all, but my heart drops every time because it's like, man, I didn't do nothing wrong. I hope this cop isn't about to come get me because you just don't know what could happen, what people are thinking, how they feel. Um, and I just think that we have a lot of things to fix as a country because I don't think anybody should feel or be scared of the police or another race or anything like that. But when you keep having situations like this and majority of these of these cases, the people get away with it for whatever reason it may be, like it makes people like myself scared. Like I can't just go anywhere and do anything because of what I look like, what I resemble. Um, and that's kind of a awkward feeling. So, you know, I feel terrible for his family. I feel terrible for him and what opportunities and things he lost out on. Um, But at some point we have to realize as a country, like, this is still a problem. Like, we're decades and almost, you know, a half a century removed from the civil rights movement and things of that nature. And we're still experiencing uh, glimpses and parts of systematic racism like still to this day and it's just unfortunate and you're right and I guess just to I guess put a cap on this is that um, there's certain things that uh, happen when uh, stuff like this goes on and I feel like and I'm not just saying this like I'm sitting on a on a high you know on a pedestal or something like looking down on people but we got to do more than just like i was seeing the people who were running the what was it the 2.23 miles i mean what is that doing man like seriously except a post for social media what is i mean no disrespect to people who thought that was a good thing to do for him but in actuality what is it really doing um or putting them on t-shirts and stuff like that it's like we gotta i don't know i don't know what it is they say you should vote uh, I, I don't know. I mean, we do a lot of marching and talking, but what, what does it all lead to? Like, we still end up in the same circle over and over again, and it's just it's unfortunate. And I don't I don't know what it's going to take to change. I don't. It's just it's it's rough. It's real rough. Well, 
the way I see that particular angle is is a thing that people used to say when I was little. The biggest lie that Deborah over told was uh, making people believe it wasn't real. I think the conversation needs to continue so that people, it's in everybody's face that this is real. This is constantly happening. It's continuing to happen. Maybe it won't get better. Maybe it will get better. But we can't, they'll never let the, the Holocaust be forgotten. You know, <laughs> they'll nope. never let a lot of those other bad atrocities that happen to other races be forgotten. But they're trying to shove us under the rug, and we can't let them shove us under the rug. I mean, the way they've changed slavery in textbooks in certain states is just ridiculous. So we we, we have to – I understand where you're coming from. Like, the, the marches aren't changing anything, but we can't give them any kind of opportunity to ignore it. Because as far I as think I'm the concerned, the nation, the nation failed when they let them put those monuments up. I mean, it's just – I mean, what other losers get to write history? Until we can figure out how to make a financial impact to where there's a financial component to what's going on, I don't think anything is going to change because that's the only thing that makes anything change is the money. So until we figure out how to hit the money part of it, we're going to be in the same boat because voting isn't working, marching isn't working, putting on T-shirts isn't working. Like you said, uh, running 2.23 miles isn't going to work. You know, getting on social media and having whatever tirade isn't working. Until you hit them with their money, none of it's going to work. This is facts. This is why the the so-called NFL boycott didn't work with, with some folks. I'm like, why are you boycotting the NFL by not watching you're not, you know, you're not hurting them because you never bought merchandise and you're not going to the game, so you're not watching really doesn't do a whole bunch. So I guess with that, you know, what the jerk was saying and what you're saying, Tika, is that we just got to find a way to make us, you know, put a stamp on things that actually makes a mark instead of just shouting in the dark, I guess. And I don't know if yeah, we've totally figured that out yet. Yeah, we haven't because some of us are still sitting around waiting for our 40 acres and the mule, and that's not coming. So there has to be a, some other financial component before any of this really kicks in and starts to work. Yeah, but I think it starts with education, not only us continuing to educate ourselves and make that impact in the in the workforce and, you know, being entrepreneurs and things like that, but we also have to do – we have to continue to educate the other races on, hey, what you think is not a thing that's not affecting you, it's our reality. And to be honest, I think we've made good strides educating other races on systematic racism and things of that nature, discrimination, all that good stuff. Um, I just think we got to continue to do that. Now, there are going to be people who could care less about that, and those are probably – some of the same people that are still celebrating taking an L trying to leave the country, but um, the least we could do is at least try to bring them to the table and get them to at least try to understand or open their ear to it. It's well said. It's well said by everybody on the cast here, and we wouldn't be doing justice if we didn't, uh, you know, say something about it. And uh, I'm glad we got that out there. And, uh, you know, I just appreciate every, everybody's opinion and thoughts on this for sure. You are now listening to The Radio Show.
All right, so in this section, we're going to spend a little bit of time with Radio Show at the Movies, which is our movie review segment. So in this first of two clips you're going to hear, the first one is us checking out Extraction. And it seems simple enough that everybody would have watched the movie, right? I guess you have to listen and find out on that one. And then once that's done, we have a review of a movie uh, by the name of The Old Guard. And that was even more interesting because also we had to figure out did everybody actually watch the movie or not. So you take a listen and, you know, figure it out. If you were watching the caption that we had on the event invite and all throughout social media, we're going to start off the show reviewing a movie, uh, a brand new movie dropped with Chris Hemsworth on Netflix by the name of Extraction. The entire crew went to their respective, uh, what should you say, console of choice to watch this on Netflix. And we're going to review it for you to see if it's worth your time in watching it. So, um, Kujo, do you want to go through and explain what the synopsis is of this movie or the plot, and then we can get to it? One man, one boy, a lot of guns. <laughs> That's perfect. Drug dealers in Bangladesh. <laughs> no, but... <laughs> that could have went real wrong real fast, but... <laughs> No, so essentially there's a um there's some type of ex uh I guess assassin or militant personnel of some kind um who gets contracted to uh retrieve a kidnapped drug dealer's son from another drug dealer. Um chaos ensues, um lots of explosions. Uh, a lot of bloody faces. It, it's very, very gory. Well, I wouldn't say very gory. I mean, it's like your typical. But they did show a lot of broken arms and broken faces, though. Um, but yeah, that is the the synopsis for the movie. They have to retrieve this boy. Um, a lot of stuff goes wrong, and it ends up just being one man, one boy, running through the city trying to get out of Bangladesh to get back to India. So taken <laughs> in Bangladesh. Ah, but, but with more diversity, more diverse this go round. So, man on fire in Bangladesh. <laughs> that's, that's, I was that's a more accurate description. So it feels um, very familiar. <laughs> all right. So, what I would love to do with this, because you know this this show is chivalrous, we start ladies first. So, I got to start with ATL Diva. Diva, this movie. You know, can you just, I don't know, go through your review of what you felt about the movie? Um, I don't really have one because I didn't watch it. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> so listen, look, God knew my soul. I meant to watch it, and I saw that we were supposed <sighs> to watch it. Oh, but God. I had to make some money, so I got distracted and stuff. And I mean, according to y'all, I mean, one man, one gun, a child. I've already seen. No, no, that. not one gun. There were, there were very many guns. There were several. There were several guns. <laughs> and you, <laughs> many guns. I love it. <laughs> there were several. And and uh, I don't. There were guns. Ooh. I didn't know where they got them from. At some point, like, like where did he just pull that out? Drug Lord's kid, so you like it. Okay. Like, what would you say the ratio of 
deaths per child is in this movie. Well, I would say that you would have been able to act, you know, answer that accurately had you actually seen the movie. I mean, Diva, you didn't even have to go nowhere. You got Netflix. Turn it on. <laughs> I have that. I you got to pay that. I run a company online. I don't. Man, I tried. Man, I tried. I couldn't even have time to watch the. Uh, what do you used to do? Like the track notes on school spark notes or whatever on the movies. I didn't even get to do that. I mean, you could have read Wikipedia at, at this point. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> right, so, I, because Joe's version was much better. Uh, one man, thank you. one boy. A- 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 you are a national. You are a national treasure. You know that. You are. You are fantastic. <laughs> are you really giving me? Yeah, you keep with that same energy and comments throughout this rest of the show, okay? Oh, you earned it today. Believe it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> let me just stop. No, let's 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 please continue with the review because there are some people who've been teetering. Are they going to watch it? Are they not going to watch it? So, um, mm-hmm. so everybody, you know, we can just jump in with their opinion. So, I mean, Cujo, since you already explained it, I mean, so how did you feel about the the movie as far as like we know it's action packed, but story wise, did the story do anything for you? Well, so let's go with the the um, we, we got uh, in a, in in the uh, chivalrous kind of thing that we've been been going with. Let's let's take it to the other um, lady on on the squad um, and see what she says. Um. Okay. So I'm gonna follow behind the diva, and I fell off about three minutes into it, so I didn't watch it either. Oh, come on. Oh, oh <laughs> okay, so what had happened was had the uh. description read like Kudo's description, I probably could have stayed in it longer. But this, I probably would have watched it. Uh, this is why nobody takes the women movement seriously. This is exactly why. <laughs> okay, okay, guns, killing some
I just picked up from minute 10. I, I, I just did not enjoy it, like, at all. Like, at all. What did it for you? Like, what? Because I didn't watch it. I mean, like, at what point in the movie were you just like, I can't. I really in can't. In 10 minutes? What the first 10 minutes. Look? I was done. What, what it, was because going it was, on, Because it was though? literally, I think, but at that, at 10 minutes in, there had been, like, six words spoken and a whole bunch of bombs and shooting. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Like, I could have been playing Call of Duty. <laughs> oh, I mean, God. about as much would have happened. <laughs> you know, there's there's no emotional connection. There's no plot twist. There's no funny. It's just it's just ramble without a storyline. I mean, and you don't even, they don't even try to get you to like the kid at all. It was like, oh, yeah. I, you got to feel sorry for the kid that he watches. You know, you gotta be like, oh, that kid is so cute. You don't want him to die. So there was like none of that going on with those kids. No, because they were killing kids. Now I'm not gonna lie. Well, I'm not gonna lie. I, I did get a little. Sometimes your kid. I got two kids. Sometimes kids do stuff, and you look at them and like, what the <laughs> f- are you doing? And there's this one scene yeah. in the movie where he sees this kid, and he just smacks the shit out of it. <laughs> that I kind of. Felt a little bit, but no. <laughs> that was as far as your emotions went. That was as far as it went. I mean, okay. granted, I don't imagine my kids will ever be on the back of a motorcycle with an Uzi, but they do dumb shit. Yo, this is so left, but this is what we do on this show. You know how, no, like, they'll talk about no, all of no, that. This is no, no, there's no we. There's no we. There's no we. You and Tiki. No we. You two. They was like, you know what? We're going to review Listen. a movie for the show. Let's, let's not. Nobody. Absolutely nobody. Let's not watch the movie. Look. You know, it's kind of like funny because it's like. If, if not for this assignment, I would not have watched this movie. Yeah, Netflix. <laughs> to me, Netflix. This was the nail and coffin for action movies for Netflix. Between this and that dangerous six crap, that's it. They can do everything dangerous else. They put another. The one with Ryan Reynolds is either dangerous six or oh, dangerous. Yeah, six. yeah that bullshit. That was awful. God, it was awful. Let's, yo, Cujo, man, let's check with EZ and see what he got. Yes, man. I mean, you, save the segment. Save this. You didn't watch it. Okay. Okay. I did watch it. Okay. Right. Thank yes. you. All right. We're starting somewhere. All right. We're starting somewhere. Got that out the way. But contrary to what Donald Trump is telling you about Hispanic people, there are drug lords in Bangladesh. Beware. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're coming for you. Um, you know, I'm they're not gonna well say his exact <laughs> I'm not gonna say his exact quote. But we got drug dealers in Bangladesh. So that's what I learned about this movie. Um, oh, my God. The jerk, the jerk made a great point that, that I didn't realize, like, until he said it. But this is the first movie I think I've ever seen that had way more action than people talking and dialogue. Like, <laughs> there was more people dying than, I think, words spoken in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, there was there um, was no story. It was just a guy with a rifle walking down yeah, the street, it, pretty much. And now that the jerk says that, like it just kind of like my mind's blown over. I'm like, oh, he's right. Like there was really no storyline. 
You didn't really feel affectionate for the kid. I still don't know what agency Thor is working for in this movie. Like, I'm just kind of... It's, just, it's oh, like yeah, Michael it's, Bay on steroids with no storyline. Like, all the explosions, very Michael Bay-ish. Um, I mean, I watched the whole thing because I'm just big on the action and everything like that. But, like, the only sentimental, like, clincher part of the movie was, like, at the end. So, for people who get tired of movies, like, you know, in the first 10 minutes, whatever, you probably, you didn't even get to the part where it kind of clinched you or reeled you in. Oh, wait, hold, hold on. I watched the whole movie. It took three tries, but I watched the entire movie. And at the end, I'm sitting here like, why are you crying? Like, okay, he got shot up. He's shooting a bunch of motherfuckers. He kind of earns it at this point. Just, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Who's going to die? This, this is true. I mean, and I forgot to mention the, the Goonies. They basically had the Goonies on there at that one point, like in the alley, like where all those kids were. Like, man, they had one of the, the kids. One of the kids is literally, yeah. one of the kids is like two feet tall, and he's holding a machete that's like twice his size. And I mean, he was slinging that thing like a, uh, like a damn uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> lightsaber in Star Wars. It was crazy. Oh uh, my god! Did you did you notice? Did you notice the homage to that Oprah Winfrey movie where she killed all her kids and swung one of them around into the and threw, to throw them out the window? He did do that. He grabbed that he little threw kid the into the van. And he sure did. Into the side of a van, like what the yes. fuck? Oh god! Why are you going? I gotta go find the Oprah Winfrey shit. movie. I can't. Beloved, beloved, beloved. Oh yeah, I didn't watch that. I don't. Well, clearly there's a thing, TV. You didn't watch a bunch this week, it seems like. I did watch Black AL. But the, the, you know, a lot, of, a lot of people hate that show, but I like it. And I will continue you know, to watch it. What day is it? And we can't talk about another show. I didn't even get my review of the movie yet. Okay. He can just, okay, jump, just jump in the show. Hey, look. Before you didn't even watch the movie, neither. Hold on, hold on. Before 16 does his review, anything Rotten Tomato says, he usually agrees with. So just take that for what it's worth. Go ahead. I didn't check the right the RT score. Because this was a Netflix movie, I didn't even think to go check Rotten Tomatoes. It was rated Fred. It was rated Fred. Yeah, he checks it for like three episode documentaries. So we all know he looked at it. So, yes. Oh, my God. All right. It's 62%. So here's okay. the thing with this movie for me, all right? That is it a cinematic masterpiece? No. Are the fight scenes ridiculous and crazy? Yes. Is it a good popcorn movie for you to kill an hour and a half while you're stuck inside the house? Absolutely. Would I watch it again? Absolutely not. Would I watch a sequel? Sure, I'll watch this shit blow up for another two hours. But all in all, it's exactly what you what you would expect it to be. It's not very good. It's not very bad. It's just sitting there allowing you to be, you know, entertained or have something on in the background, you know, while you're doing other things. So it's yeah. not a terrible movie. If I was going to rate it on a scale from one to 10, it's like a six and a half where it's like just above average. And um, yes, yeah, it's, it's a popcorn movie. Thor traded I, I would agree hammer with that. for a AK basically. And, and he used a yeah, lot of, so yeah, he used quite, quite a few uh, AK 47s. And again, 
No idea where they came from, but they were used. Uh, um, I will I will agree a hundred percent with uh, M16's um, review of the movie. Um, my I fell where it fell apart for me was around was like the third act. Um, it kind of got contrived with like the whole there was like a backstabby moment that you really saw coming from like a fucking mile away, um, and then. <laughs> And then there was some continuity issues where it was like what they were watching. It was, okay, so in the in the final scene of the movie, it all occurred on like this bridge that was miles away from, I guess, where the drug lord who kidnapped the boy from his house. He's trying to get him back. And what they can Man, see, they're reacting like they're watching the movie. And that shit pissed me. That shit pissed me off because they admit like he's watching through binoculars, but I mean like they are miles away, like they a good six exits on two eighty five away from what's going oh. on. But he's smiling and smirking whenever something happens, like he's watching the movie. And that shit pissed me off. So the third act got real so sloppy. Did the son but, ever get back to the drug lord daddy? Well, well we, we don't want to spoil, spoil it for anybody let's, who let's don't spoil who it. hasn't seen it. We've yeah. already told but, these people it's horrible, so why can't we just go ahead and kill it? No, 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 We did not say it was horrible. horrible. I said I it was say horrible. That. They did so not, so not The jerk said it was they horrible. Watch the movie. <laughs> she didn't watch the movie, and now I, she's not listening. You, you are, hold on, hold on. You are amazing. No, 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 no. First of all, anything that's great or half great, you don't have to try to watch it three times. You know what I'm saying? That's just torture. Exactly. Like I said, it was, it was horrible. It was fucking awful. Hey, look, it can't be that bad. They're making a sequel. They made a sequel to Joe Dirt. Look, look, that was right. a sarcastic comment, okay? Dirt, <laughs> it, took him, it took him like three different times to watch. You got to take into consideration the man has two children. You have never met a person more tired than someone who has multiple kids. So he it had nothing to do with his kids. He didn't say it had anything to do with his kids. He said it was hard to I will do. Demonst- he probably had to go I will take a shot first, try it again. I will demonstratively agree with that statement. It had nothing to do with the kids. <laughs> the movie was awful. It was, I mean, like I said, I've seen that movie like 10 times, except it had less words. Now, the. the only half cool scene in the movie was when the CI, CGI version of him jumped into a lake 20 feet down, I guess. I don't know. That's fucking weird. That literally oh, was, was in the opening awful. credits. <laughs> that, that, was the, that was the best part of the movie. That was, it was just awful. Oh, the movie oh, peaked God. before the credits stopped rolling. <laughs> you know how I know this movie is questionable because I'm on Wikipedia and I usually can read like pages and pages of the plot. You know how long the plot explanation is? It's literally four paragraphs. That's it. That is all. And that's, that's twice as many words that are in the movie. Yeah, that's that's fact. <laughs> that's fact. <laughs> so, so it sounds like from the, radio, from the radio show, despite what Diva says, it's the mildest thumbs in the middle that we can get here overall. And Look, uh, with, no, with an assembly. To put it simply for well, you okay. guys, if you get to the last scene, you made it to the finish line of the movie. Like the last scene with the bridge and the sniper that nobody knows where he came from. You go ahead and turn part the part of the movie. movie. Oh, Don't wow. turn off the movie it, it before is, the random sniper. Is, yeah, it's not without flaw. 
Um, even up, even up until that team, there was a lot of. And, and to Turk's point, you don't necessarily get that connection with the character. Um, you don't necessarily feel. You want to see if they make it. I mean, you're interested. I mean, just because you're watching the movie, you're interested in seeing how it turns out. But there, you're not vested. You're not like. You're not vested. You know, you don't care. Yeah, you don't care about the kid per se. It's more of a curiosity on will how and will they make it kind of thing. So. To Jerk's point, that is um, that's valid. But the rest of the movie, um, I I think it was decent. Um, okay, so and worth, so tell a, me worth if you a think, watch. I won't watch it again. So tell me if you think this is decent. The bad guy is in the bathroom using a urinal. He turns to the side and sees a chick standing next to him, and oh, he's surprised gorgeous, that he shoots her. Most people be like, they see a chick in a ur- saying it in a urinal next to him. They're like, "What the, f-? you know, that's right. clue number one to get the fuck well, out the room." And well, he just sits there and it, looks at her. First of all, first of all, it's twenty twenty. That is a very transphobic statement for you to make. Um, <laughs> wait, hold on, wait. It's not transphobic. Okay, all right. <laughs> Second of all, I will, I will there's a lot of other one. things. There was there's a lot of other things that could happen with a woman in the bathroom that he might have think you know I am a drug lord and this could be this could turn into something else instead of a gun. She was standing in front of a urinal, two urinals down. What else was gonna happen? He he already had his equipment out, and it was was very easy for something else to happen. I guess the movie, I guess the movie wouldn't have been the only thing that sucked. (laughs) Well. Right. You are now listening to the radio show. All right, if you are listening and you read the caption or you listen to the podcast and you read the caption, either or, you know that we're bringing back our lovely radio show at the movie segment where we're going to review uh, the new movie that dropped on Netflix uh, last Friday called The Old Guard starring Charlize Theron. So these at the movie segment are always segments are always uh, entertaining. So we figured we jump right into it. So I'm going to uh, toss this out to my man, the jerk, who um, hopefully can help uh, describe the synopsis of this movie, and then we'll dive into our review. Jerk. Well, uh, the old guard is a fun-loving movie about a ragtag crew of ragamuffins joyously frolicking their way through. Some parts of the world that I've never been. They're very, very dusty. Uh, of course, led by their fearless leader, Charlize Theron. I think that's how you pronounce her name. I'm pretty sure I slaughtered that. I'm not 100% sure if you call it action slash sci-fi or superhuman or what. Because I think I missed the full explanation of what exactly they were or why. But, you know, it... I enjoyed it. I was very skeptical going in to watch it because Netflix does really shitty job with action movies. Yes, but I was sold on it when I noticed that uh, Chetway was in there. If I know I saw, I always screw up his name. Chetway Lay at your four, I think his name. Oh, I, I don't know. Yeah. I just call him. I call him talk to me. I, I call him talk to me. Talk to me. Yeah, what's sad is I can't. I can never. He played in that movie. Talk to me with Don Cheadle. Oh yeah, that's one I'm pretty sure I haven't seen. 
Oh, my goodness. It's such a good movie. It's about basically how Radio 1 got started. Oh. <laughs> the segment is about the old guard. <laughs> <laughs> well, since we just gave two horrible references, is the black guy from Doctor Strange. For the rest of you who don't have a clue who he is. Out there, if y'all also... Um, <laughs> Uh, I love this show so much. Doctor Fun, and he's so cute. Just saying. Uh, I love this show so much. So I haven't seen Doctor Strange. All right, so <laughs> this is where it gets interesting. This is where it get, gets interesting because now we have to find out did everybody watch the movie? Because we had those problems. So, Diva, did you watch this one? Hmm. About that. Oh so, my God. <laughs> Tommy, to me first. So here I am scrolling Instagram. And I'm like, ooh, I like my picture that somebody posted on our um, Instagram page. So I click on it and go, what other people do we have? And I go, oh, shit, I'm supposed to watch this movie. Mind you, it's 7 o'clock. So now I'm feverishly multitasking and doing all these things. And I've watched probably the first hour of it because it's two hours long. You're welcome. Yeah. So I watched half, but I'm totally going to watch the other half because it started getting good. At first I was like, what the hell is this? And then, you know, they kept blowing stuff up and shooting people. I was like, I'm down. I like that. So, yeah, didn't hate it so far. Yeah, Diva, you are a national treasure. You are. I know, right? Just a ble- you are. You are. You are blessings on everything that you touch. Just know that I mean that sincerely. Okay. Just know that I mean that. <laughs> oh, I needed that. You know, it's been a rough week. You know? <laughs> I bet you do. Um, it's only Tuesday. <laughs> I know, but last week was wonderful, so, you know. Tiki, did you watch the movie? So, (laughs) I did. I did watch the movie. I watched it in its entirety last night. Yes! Um, She gets the hot I'm not. I'm not. You gotta love this show. This day, this <laughs> stays so in. This is, wait, it. y'all can't hear it when I put it on on mute, right? Y'all don't hear that, right? No, no we maybe, don't hear maybe, maybe not. not at all. Okay. No. <laughs> okay. We don't okay. hear you giving them a whooping. Your parenting is safe with us. <laughs> okay, I'm just making sure. Okay. All right. So uh, 11 minutes and 34 seconds into it, I was on the verge of quitting. I said, "This is some BS." I don't do bovine excrement. This seems like it's probably going to go along the same lines as extraction. The genre does not appeal to me. I don't know why they keep picking these movies. If they don't pick out a rom-com soon, I'm done. I'm not watching no more movies. The hell with these damn movie reviews. But then the girl I had switched again after I saw her got sh- get shot. And I said, wait, hold on, what? And I rewound it myself. 
and saw it again. I said, oh, okay, I'm going to watch it for like five more minutes. And then I ended up watching the rest of it. Because if it, if it had been like two more minutes of some foolishness, I'd have gave up. Because it was not appealing to me. And I was just like, all right, whatever. But then, it, you know, it got at just the right point, and then I was able to finish it out without giving it away. All right. Yay. So she watched the movie. Diva sort of did it. Jerk watched it. Easy. Yo, man, did you watch the movie? So Easy. about that. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, I mean, that was a pretty quick turnaround, man. You told us about that, like, last night, and to be honest with you. It was not last night. It was not last night. But however you want to frame it, that's fine, but it was not last night. Nah, but I did watch it, though. Um, And I I was kind of like, when it got to that scene where – her whole squad just got like shot up with a million spoiler, bullets. Spoiler, spoiler, like, spoiler, spoiler free, spoiler free, spoiler free, spoiler free. I was trying to talk. Oh, about that's that. actually that's, that's actually uh, that's in the trailer, so we good. Okay, okay. Okay, let me just rewind myself then. Go ahead, Easy. I'm sorry. Jesus, man. Anyways, so they get shot up, and I'm like, damn, the movie over already. Like, <laughs> they just got shot up. What's the point of the rest of the movie? And then the bullets fall out their skin, and I'm just, like, perplexed because I'm like, what the hell is this, some sci-fi shit? So when dude yeah, spit it, it out? Pre- <laughs> yeah, he's like, <laughs> like, okay. like So that, that part from there on had me very intrigued. So, But, no, I didn't. Oh, I'm so very good. Uh, all right, so real fast before we go around the room and give our number rating here, um, I, I, was, I will tell you, you know, in seeing this movie at first, I wasn't interested because, like the jerk, Netflix really drops the ball on not just action movies, but just movies in general. They got all the money in the world, and it usually doesn't translate into good movies. This is an exception. The Old Guard is a excellent movie. Action scenes, crazy. Story, pretty intriguing. Uh, villains that you love to hate, and it makes you, it builds to make you want more, and it's built to give you more. Um, I thought it was a great movie. Um, if we were rating this on a scale from one to ten, um, I say it's excellent. It's like an eight and a half, damn near a nine. It's pretty darn good. You should do yourself a favor and click the play button uh, on your Fire Stick or however you watch Netflix and check it out. Jerk, so I'm gonna get back to you, man. On a scale from one to ten, you know, one being the worst, ten being the best. What do you give the old guard? Compared to other Netflix action movies, it's definitely a 10. I mean, hands down, it's, to me, the best action movie they've made so far. As far as rating it as, as other movies go, I thought it was an interesting concept. Um, I wish they'd have went more into the story. I really wish they'd have went more into the story, but I give it, overall, I give it about a 7 or 8. About seven, I give it a 7.5. Because it felt like I was just left with a lot of missing information. Okay, I'm hoping that leads to a sequel, but it didn't feel like it was leading to a sequel. Okay, that's what I was about to say. You didn't think that last scene set us up for the sequel? It seemed like it. And I I just want to point out, too, real quick, Tiki, that the – not to to give too much away, but one of the potential issues 
that could arise from a sequel, that chick literally drowned over and over again for 500 years. I can't think of anything more scary that also would make me madly insane, which would be that type of fate. It's horrifying. Okay, and now that wasn't in the teaser trailer, so... Spoiler alert! Yeah. I didn't really... I mean, it's, <laughs> it's part of a, a flag. Yeah, they don't know who it is. It's okay, though. It's okay. You did, yeah. Though. Whatever. However, I wonder how much did she get paid for that scene, and I mean, that would be pretty easy paycheck in a way. Maybe not for your career great, but... Who knows? Hey, Mom, I'm in um, the ocean. Tiki, what would you, so, you know, scare from so, one to ten? Uh, probably like a six or a seven. Just because I felt it started out kind of slow. Again, again, this this is a genre that doesn't really appeal to me. So I don't know how much weight, you know, my opinion, you know, lends to it. So like I got to say probably like a six or a seven. Only because it started getting good. And then I did like the fact that it had a very multicultural cast. Um, I felt like that was a step in the in the right direction. Um, and then I kind of did like the last scene uh, with the chick in there. I'm thinking, oh crap, she finally got out the water. How did she get out the water? So now we need a whole nother uh, movie that explains to us how she got out the water. Spoiler alert! Right. <laughs> But no, I don't think that's a spoiler in that aspect because it doesn't give away anything that has to do with the immediate story. It just gives you background on the people that you're getting to know. So yeah, um, they didn't they so, didn't mention anything about the woman in the water in the uh, trailer. Like she was something that, she was a hidden gem that you wouldn't have known about unless you watched it. Ooh, a gem. But I do have one very racist thing to say. Is that if that's okay? Sure. Is that all right? Why not? I mean, <laughs> okay, I mean, we'll just edit it out later. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. Well, the heck, can't out of bag now. I could go for it. Okay. Yeah, why not? So I'm gonna be honest. I was 100% surprised in Copley's character because I felt like the type of thing he do is the type of thing that black men usually do when they're married to white women. So to see that he had a black wife in the movie. I was like, oh, okay. Like, that just kind of threw me for a second. That's all I got to say. <laughs> all right. Yeah, so your high point. So your high point. I love it. I don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> so let me get this right. Your high point, your highest points in the movie are he was married to a black chick, but your very first high point in the movie was watching Karen get busted up. Like Karen got busted up the way y'all led me to believe Karen was gonna get busted up. That's really what kept me going. I was just like, oh, Karen about to get it like that. And then when I saw Karen get busted up, I was like, okay. So I kept waiting for Karen to really get it. She didn't get it the way I thought she was gonna get it. So I'm I'm a little bit, you know, <laughs> sad and and the way y'all set me up into thinking Karen was gonna get it because she didn't really get it like I thought she was gonna get it. Because Karen was still laying them out. She was still slaying them, you know. So that's just me. Okay. So we got the jerk grading on the on a curve where based on Netflix movies, it's a 10, but he comes down a little bit comparing it to other movies. Tiki rated it um, a, a, a decent movie, above average. 
a popcorn movie. Diva hadn't seen enough of it to to really give a full assessment yet. And Easy, what you got, man? Scale from <laughs> one to ten. Uh, I'm with I'm with the jerk. I think it was like a seven. Um, compared to other Netflix movies, it's in a league of its own. Um, compared to other movies, I think it had uh, everything that you needed to really make some money in the box office if that ever comes back. But no, overall, it was a pretty good movie, so I'll give it a seven. Would you guys pay all to right. go see this movie? If it didn't come to Netflix and went to the theater, would you all have paid to see this movie? I would have had I would to have. hear from a friend about it. Yeah. I, 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 That's I, one of those I movies. Hey, did you go see that? Okay, cool. I'm going to have to go check it out now. I would. Yeah, I, would, I, I, how I probably would have paid money to go see this one. know yet because I only watched half of it but I mean I would let someone else pay for me to go see the movie (laughs) why did I I know she was going that route so are you eligible gentlemen out there I can feel you I can feel you yes gentlemen I don't mean and not anybody that would be sharing your bank account like you don't have not somebody you got a joint account with right like no, somebody who has a totally exactly. separate Is account thank with you thank you Tiki for clearing that up because okay. that's almost like my money no thank you yes yes okay I can, you <laughs> somebody know, I can else's cash or debit card thank you see that's my weekly could you get me yes I got uh, you girl the, the ladies mm-hmm. of this show they are they are our gift <laughs> let's just bask in it and I, I can say in all certainty I can uh, say this in all certainty and just know that I mean it, that this was the radio show at the movies, and this concludes Movie Talk. (laughs) Segment never disappoints, and in case you were keeping score at home, that's a a thumbs up for you to go check this out. It's uh, getting a, um, you know, a slight, not a slight, a little bit more than slight. It's actually just giving you the uh, the okay to go ahead and get us on a try. It'll be worth your while. All right. All right. Up next, we got another rant from ATL Diva. This time she has something for people who want to touch her hair in public. Listen, it's okay to ask another woman about her hair, but don't argue with me like I'm not telling you the mother freaking truth. If you come up to me and my hair is curly, and I tell you, you say, how did you get your hair curly like that? I said, well, damn, bitch, I took a shower and I put some conditioner in it. Don't ask me if a two-strand twist my hair. I don't have to. Don't ask me, well, what else did you do? I'm telling you what I did. And don't ask me what I'm mixed with. I'm black. I don't know how much Indian or anything I have. I didn't take the DNA test. I don't know. Yes, black women can have long hair. No, I don't have weave in my hair. Do not touch my hair without asking. And don't continue to ask me fifty questions about, well, I mean, are you sure you're all black? Black women can have nice hair, long <laughs> hair, curly hair, wavy hair. Bitch, shut the fuck up. Please stop asking me a question and challenging oh my what the God. hell I say. That is all, because the next time I'm just going to flip my long hair and walk the hell off. You're welcome. You are now listening to the radio show. Hilariously has Cujo, the jerk, and Tiki Blue explaining exactly how you should mention your spouse when you're on the radio. Uh, So there's six members on the cast and four of us are married. 
So without saying some stuff that could potentially get you on the couch, would you say that you're in that category? Um, I could start with you, Cujo, that you're learning more about your wife that maybe you didn't know beforehand? or I love my wife. She's the apple of my eye. Nobody can tell you otherwise. <laughs> what about, Dirk, what about, what about you? I love my wife. She's the apple of my eye. No one can tell you otherwise. Um, I love my husband. I'm the apple of his eye. He damn sure better not say otherwise. <laughs> you are now listening to the radio show. All right, so up next, I get in on the rant business. I have a little bit of rant about people falling for silly things on Facebook. Please take a listen. Um, I have one last thing before we uh, before we get up out of here, man. Um, I, I I know I've been going on the these like into the aftermath rants recently, so why stop? You're gonna laugh at this one, man. But it's something that I've been seeing again on social media. So. All right, so people who be, you know, they're posting stuff on like Facebook or whatever, where they like new Facebook rule. I don't, I don't give Facebook permission to use blah blah. Or my other favorite is, uh, I don't own the rights to this music used in this post. Blah blah. And now, easy, have you seen this latest gem that uh, I have a whole new profile? I see posts from people I didn't see anymore. Facebook's new algorithm, you know that stuff. Hold your finger anywhere in this post and click copy and then paste. And uh, that's that's simple. And then just say hello. You know which one I'm talking about, right? Oh, my God. (laughs) Bruh, I just just have to say this. And I'm sorry if you're listening to one of these people. They can't be this simple, right? Like, they cannot be this simple. Am I tripping? But y'all got to stop falling for this, man. You got to stop falling for this. It is just like, I wonder if somebody comes up with those like, hmm, let me see how many all-day suckers I can get to post this to their timeline and get them to do this. But whatever, it's cool. You, you know what you're doing. You are now listening to the radio show. All right, so in this next clip, the crew have a little bit of debate about the Good Morning Beautiful text. Is it lazy? Do the women appreciate it? Take a listen, and we're going to figure out whether it does or it does not. And just for the record, I'm telling you, I feel like it's lazy. Send somebody a damn yeah. good morning, beautiful text message. It might be the last thing that's keeping them from going over the damn clip. The hell with what okay, so say. Just send somebody a nice text. Just just do it. Don't do that. Okay, it, that's all I got. It's, okay, yeah. Hey, yeah. Okay. Who, whoever, the women on the show have spoken. Like She's it. trying to give you the blueprint. Please just send her the good morning text. Matter of fact, do that. Ladies, that go for y'all. Ladies, morning, that go for y'all, too. I would love a good morning, beautiful text if I was still on the market or whatever. But yeah, ladies. <laughs> it feels like we don't say that. But it's it's the laziest form of communication on the planet. I don't know how many different ways I could say that. The good morning, beautiful text For you. is the barest of Wait, 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 wait. First of all, how are you speaking for us when the text is technically for women and you're so offended by it? I just don't understand that logic. Like, let us live. If you no, say no, okay. we like that, an occasional good morning text, then let us have That should it. be a gender-neutral text. 
That text should be takes, gender neutral. <laughs> no men, men deserve to get those too. I mean, men mommy, deserve good morning, beautiful text. Women, will, women don't have a problem oh sending out good morning and handsome. I, I sent those texts. Sending out 10 of those, and he's just waiting on which one of y'all is going to speak back to him. It's lazy. It ain't personable. No, it's constructive. It is. And we might have gotten 10 of those that morning, but damn it, let us respond exactly. to all 10 of them and let they go where it may Hello? be. Don't send me a whole... What I don't want to wake up in the morning and you already sent me five damn text messages. Just start with good morning, beautiful, and then let me respond from that. If I don't hey, respond, then you shut know, the hell up. But don't send a whole M16. bunch of stuff to start out. <laughs> yes. You know, you know what would be even weirder than a, than a good morning text? away from the mic. Just slowly back away. <laughs> pretend wait, you didn't wait, Kuzo, what you... What'd you say, Kuzo? Hold you on. What'd you say, You Kuzo? know what we even you know, you you're you're saying you're against the good morning text. You know what would be even weirder? Is if you called her okay. first thing in the morning just to say good morning and then that's it. Just good morning, beautiful. What if I start off with that? Good good morning, beautiful. Now but wait a minute, Listen. it's not just good morning, beautiful, it's just graduated to no. G M B now. It's just G M B I have to tell you nope. right now, right now, now. I am not super conversational. I get up early in the morning, but, like, I have my routine. And sometimes all I can do is the good morning text, and I appreciate it. But if it is before I have checked my emails and had my coffee, I am not trying to be that conversational with you. So, hey, just to know yeah. you thought about me, to take your time, it's cool. We can conversate later, but I'm not trying to have a full-blown conversation with you at 637 o'clock Jesus. in the morning. I, I'm not going to yeah. that energy. Me yeah. saying hey, good morning hey, beautiful hey, to you is come on. 16, this is a perfect time to test out my theory. Say, say, let me explain, and then slowly don't explain it. This is the perfect time to do it right here. All right, so, 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 so let me, so let me explain, okay? Let me, let me just explain. Oh, we go. You on why good morning, beautiful. Good okay. So the reason why good morning, beautiful is lazy is because, you know, do you realize that it's summer outside right now, and that. Pretty soon fall is going to come after summer. <laughs> then after summer, it's fall. And, you know, you just don't want those, no. that type of negativity around you as the seasons change. Am I doing good right you now? Keep it going. around the answer. You ain't explaining nothing. You dance hey, around look, that hey, answer. Look, the, the fake news and, and the haters are going to tell you right. that this is not a detailed answer, <laughs> but you keep going, 16. The haters and the fake news will tell you that that wasn't a direct answer. But I'm here for it. But I addressed it. But for all, but all jokes aside, it's the laziest bottom of the barrel form of communication that a man courting a woman can use. Mm. It's a copy and paste, and it's boring. Do something different. Okay, I got or one question. We didn't say that he was going to send it every day. We just said we they like send it, it every day. Do we not send it every day? Do, no. I, I got a question. Or is it considerate of somebody else's time and space and you're not being as intrusive to think that you can just interject yourself into any part of their day and interrupt whatever it is that they're doing so you drop a text and let them determine their availability? Full on shite, yeah. and because of that attitude, Fact. Diva, the message that you deserve in the morning is charger full or whatever an Android says when you wake up in the morning. That's more you of an effort. You did not just charge me because morning, I have a, at least my phone stay charged. Every at least my phone stay charged. I'm just saying. Can we okay? Can we take this to our social media pages? Because I want to know what the people who listen. Okay, think about yeah, this I, because. I, Here's my concern. And 16. since you hate the good B- morning, besides your wife, what, who else has said that this form of communication is lazy? 
I, I'm just trying to hear. Yeah. Have you heard that from any other so woman besides your wife? I've heard them say literally, yes, it's lazy, but I like getting it because hold on, I like hold getting on. them. Doing my Jonathan Swan hey, again. Who is them? Who is them? Yeah, who is them? <laughs> I can't just be calling out people's names, man. Just know that and, I know that it's lazy. And let me ask you, you see, you've already not been answering the question because what should be in place of that? You keep saying a conversation and all this. Give okay, us an on, example on, of what it one, should be. Okay, so let me, okay so, so let me just say this, that Diva coming at me like what should be the, the alternative. Let's not sleep on the fact that I've already won the game already. I've been married for years. So clearly, whatever Ooh, I did was yeah. not a good one in tech, oh, oh, and enough right. to keep oh. me married for years. Okay? Well, <laughs> all right. easy, 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 easy. But you are speaking for other women, so I'm just saying you talking about the other people. Because that shit is lazy. Me, but if a dude sends my daughter a good morning, listen. beautiful text, boring but and lazy, you bet. You're, you're, you're acting like Trump right now. You still didn't answer the question. What is it that these said women are saying they prefer instead? Be specific, and then we can. Yeah, like them. what is the alternative to what is the alternative? Something carrier more personalized. Something more personalized <laughs> like with a note on its foot. Carrier pigeon. What you want to say? Good morning, Devo. Is that better? <laughs> I mean, right. fuck, that is just okay. What I'm saying yeah. is, is that you. I mean, two 16 are, okay, is like so you know more thought, more emotion. <laughs> okay. Down so. this past year, okay. You two are queens, okay. Call into your local you radio station and dedicate a song to her. <laughs> you deserve the absolute best. Hey, all these men is the elder barge voice. Okay, well, hurry up, no, we're running out of time. Saying. Be specific. Okay. Stand outside you, her window you with a boom You two are queens, all right? <laughs> and you deserve the absolute best. And getting a good morning beautiful text is not the absolute best. It's the laziest possible form standard. of communication. He can't text you on Write a note or, and give it to uh, USPS. You know, how how you doing? You know, how'd you sleep? You know, okay, but you have on, a big on, day on, at work. Something off, more personal than just that bullshit. But before he can say... How are you doing? How did you think? Thank he you. got to start with Thank good, morning, fat, good, morning. With good morning, beautiful. Good morning. Good morning. How you doing? It then they got him lying because they're sending these good morning, beautiful texts to a bunch of women. What if she ain't beautiful? Then they start off lying. So then what? Oh, well, beauty's in the Maybe, eye of the beholder. Hey, maybe she might be beautiful to him. Beautiful. Exactly. Maybe she's beautiful to him. And so what? That is not my concern. My concern is what you're saying to me. I can't. Keep yeah. track of all of other things. No, didn't like that. It's about me. Like, like that base. Look, diva. Like that basic shit. All you want to. I just know that you deserve better than a good yeah, morning note. Hold up. Oh, you just tried it. You just told me I like basic stuff, and you know damn well I don't go for the basic. All right, so that's gonna wrap up this first edition of the radio show, the best of the radio show. But. We have so many episodes and we're still going. This is only just part one of hopefully several of these compilation podcasts we could do with great moments and just, you know, funny moments, serious moments, just everything that makes the show what it is. But if you want more content, you can always just check us out. You know, we air every week on all the podcast providers as well as on YouTube. Just check us out. We're at It's The Radio Show on Instagram, The Radio Show on Facebook, and you can just search for us on YouTube. Just search for the radio show or the radio show, The Aftermath. we got plenty of content, over 100 episodes. So you can find us on all the podcast providers, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, wherever you get your podcast from, we are definitely there. Just search for the radio show or the radio show, The Aftermath. Well, 
Hope you enjoyed some of these great moments from this first Best Of podcast. And hopefully, you know, you will come back, take a listen to all new content that, it, that we produce every week. 